welcome to another exciting edition of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your MC Davo. With me today, we have Kells. Season's greetings. We have Andy. Hello, little brainers. We have the Sensei Neil. Hey, everybody. Uh, before we get started today, we are recording this episode on November 3rd, and today is the very sad day for the show. We started using Ray Guy as a joke. He was the greatest punter who ever lived in the, and we thought, I thought it would be funny to say I'm punting a, a question down the road. I can't answer it. And we started using Ray Guy to, as a symbol of that. And unfortunately he passed away today after a long illness. So while we didn't know him personally, he's become sort of a part of the show and we are issuing our condolences to the guy family, to everybody who knew him and loved him. And I just think, you know, he was a, he was the greatest at his position. He was the greatest to ever do it. Greatest whoever will do it. So everybody think of Ray guy when you hear this, because there will likely be more punts to come on this show and they're all kicked by Ray guy. Now Ray guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high twisting hang time spiral. So what are we doing today, Neil? Well, uh, we are going to play some trivia. And originally, before that news came along, I was going to kind of pretend that we were recording it just before the holidays because today's episode is the holidays. Yeah. The holidays. All right. A little holiday joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could use it. Yeah. Yeah. So each week we have a theme, and within that theme, we've got six categories, four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points with a few bonus points thrown in here and there, and then a final question, which is worth up 200 points. And today's theme, as I said, is the holidays. So each theme, each category is basically a, uh, a different holiday that happens around this time of year, pretending that we're at the end of the year instead of <laughs> right. in, uh, early November. So, category one is Kwanzaa. Oh, Kwanzaa. no. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Question number one, spell it. <laughs> I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going on the record that's very likely to honor the memory of Ray Guy. I will bring him out in the first category. First one, huh? <laughs> I have at least three spellings of Kwanzaa in my questions here, Kels. <laughs> three no well no just two i think uh, i think i misspelled okay. it in the category but in the questions i have the uh, correct number of a's gotcha a but that is not one of the questions dang it question one kwanzaa comes from the phrase matunda ye kwanzaa which means first fruits in what language Man, locked in. Locked in. It was the first one to come to mind. Kels? Yeah, same here. Swahili. Devo? Swahili. And Andy? Swahili. It is Swahili. Yes. Thank goodness. Not an O for the Kwanzaa category. Yes. (laughs) Question two. The creator of Kwanzaa is a somewhat controversial man named uh, Malana Karenga. 
1995, Karenga wrote the mission statement for what 1995 event in Washington, D.C.? Locked in? Locked in? No. I don't know things that happened last century. All right, locked in. Deva? The Million Man March. Andy? Million Man March, which turns out has nothing to do with the Million Dollar Man. Not a thing. Yeah. Kels? DBIC was in attendance. The Million Man March. It was the Million Man March. <laughs> Yay! All right, Kwanzaa. So that Milana Karenga, he's an interesting guy. I recommend reading his biography. He, uh, he was in a group called Us America or something like that. But they, they, they fought against the Black Panthers, like, like literally like shootouts and beating each other. Really? Things. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then he, he claims that he was framed by COINTELPRO. It's, it's just, it's a long, weird, crazy yeah. story. But are you, what was the name of the, the organization? Us? Yeah. Oh, not up with people. No. That would have been funny if they Very. had a shootout with the Black Panthers. <laughs> up with people? <laughs> it's, that would be awesome. I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was S. It's 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 written as U S cap uh, with both capitalized, but mm. I don't think it's U S. Maybe it is. I don't know. Okay, I'd check them out. Anyway, question three: The Kanara is a candle holder which which holds the candles representing the seven principles of Kwanzaa. What three colors are the candles? And I'll give you five bonus points if you can tell me how many of each color there are. I am locked in. I have no idea. Neither do uh, I. But the so color, so how to... can you go wrong? <laughs> Did you ever hear the wolf cry to the corn moon? <laughs> well, ask the grinning bobcat why he grins. I'm oh my. I'm I'm locked in. All right, I'm locked in. I've spent way too much time thinking about the numbers. I spent no time thinking about the color. Dude, well, that's the actual <laughs> question, you know. Yeah, I was about to I say. Know. I don't have it. I'm guessing on all of this. So it really, it's moot. Yeah, I can well. have a this dartboard here. This is super moot. Well. What colors are on a dartboard? Put those in there. Oh, you know what? That's why I need to get a dartboard in here for those types of questions. I just randomly throw a dart. <laughs> Thunk. How many was it? <laughs> Triple three. <laughs> <laughs> What's your answer, Andy? I said red, yellow, and black. Two red candles, three yellow candles, and two black candles. Kels? Uh, red, black, and green. Uh, three red candles, three green candles, and one black candle. David? In the middle. I said red, green, and white. One white, three red, and three green. Okay. So I decided at the last minute there, I'd give you four points for each correct color. Mm. Um, the colors are black, red, and green. Mm. And there are three red candles on the left, three green candles on the right, and one black one in the middle. Okay. So Kel's got the full points, and you, the other two got eight. 
Okay, so I'll take points. I still give you points in Kwanzaa. Oh, wait, sorry. Kel's got 17. Yep. Right. Four points per color. Yeah. yeah. So Kel's, actually, Kel's got more points than we did combined, Andy. One <laughs> <Right>. question. <laughs> yep, in the first category. Yep, yep. On your left. <laughs> On your left. I feel like I feel like you're trying to guilt him for uh, for like knowing stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're bitter. It's kind of a rev- <laughs> it's salt, man. Where's oh, the really? salt cues? It was like it's like reunite with an old friend. I forgot what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's delightful. We have the salt clamps for a reason. <laughs> we got more salt than pretzels over here. Yeah, I feel like I better. I was only going to load one of the salt clips, but I might as well go ahead no. and pick a couple of them. We're gonna need, yeah, Shoot we're going to need both of those tonight. Just, just <laughs> we've got a whole new door. <laughs> All right, final question in Kwanzaa. What food represents the offspring or children of the stalks or parents on the the Makeka mat, which is the, uh, that's the mat that the Kanara and other symbols (laughs) uh, sit on. Locking? Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to go with this. I'm I'm locked in. This is all guessing all the time. Yeah, totally guessing. Locked, Locked in. Okay, let's start with Kels. Um, you read that question. All I heard was stalk. First thing I thought of was corn. So I said corn. Yeah. I said barley. And Andy. You know, um, on the show, we started by saying goodbye. And I thought I'd use this opportunity to say goodbye to, to another important thing in my life. Uh, McDonald's has announced no more McRibs. And so I'm going to say it's the McRib that's on hmm. the map. Okay. The layers of disrespect. It's the Big Mac of disrespect right there. Yeah. The Big Mac of <laughs> no, it's disrespect. the McRib. Just it's yeah. the McRib. There's, there is nothing to be ashamed about with the McRib. The only people who Everything feel shame is the McDonald's no, saying they're not coming back with it again. They're retiring a pressed pork sandwich and you're <laughs> comparing it to a human. <laughs> Pork They're sandwich. both important to me. I don't try to choose favorites between them. Oh my god! Uh, I, I'm just I'm ready to just move on. If you guys are, me too. I'm done. Mm. Walking away. Kel's got it right. It's corn. Right. So on. at the <laughs> right end on. of category <laughs> one, <laughs> Davo and Andy have 28, and Kel's has Woot. 47. What? Wow. Baby, I want to be your salty dog. <laughs> there it is. Can't wait till we get to holiday movies that James Bond was in. Uh, yeah, no, let's get I there. I don't think there's a single movie here. No. <sighs> we we might have a chance if there are there holiday songs. Advantage. Category two is Hanukkah. I uh, know I can't spell this one. <laughs> Shaka Khan. Here we go. <laughs> I just real close. Yeah, a lot of the same letters. The only reason he does this is because he knows it will make us laugh. So if we stand strong, 
It's Shaka Khan, though. It's, it's, it is. Awesome. I, I, ch- be, I chuckled. I, I'll be stronger I'm, going forward. And I'm sorry, Dave, oh, your premise is flawed. It makes me happy. <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> Question one. How many candles are there in a menorah? Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to short this. I know. I'm, I know. I know. I'm locked in. Oh, wait. No. That makes no... no. Okay. Locked in. Devo? Nine. Andy? Yeah, I think there's one in the middle and four on each side, which make nine. Kels? I said seven. Well, there is one for each night, plus one in the middle that you use to light the other eight. So there's a total of nine. Question two, Hanukkah gelt, G-E-L-T, refers to the giving of what type of item during the festival? Uh, all right. Um, I'm locked in. I'm, I'm locked in? Locked in. Andy. A dreidel? Kells? I said coins. Deva. I said money. Correct answer is money, but I would accept coins because it was mostly coin money. Yay. Yes. Well done. Question three. The first link to Hanukkah in the U.S. White House occurred when Harry Truman received a menorah as a gift from the first prime minister of Israel. Who was the first prime minister of Israel? Oh. Oh. Oh, I got this. Oh, no. Locked in? I, I don't know who this is. I have a guess, but I think I'm this guy is later. All right. I have my guess. Locked in. All right. Start with Kells. Bingurian. Ooh. Deva. Ooh. My air. And Andy. The earliest one I could come up with is David Ben Gurian. Correct answer is David Ben Gurian. <sighs> That's a really cool I name, thought he was later, way. but I couldn't come up with anybody sooner. Well, there was nobody sooner. Or, or earlier. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he was the first. And finally, question four. What is the name of the potato pancake traditionally prepared to celebrate Hanukkah? Oh, what is Ooh. that called? Shoot. I know I've there, heard this. You know how many cultures have potato pancakes? I know it. Like all of them? I can come up with the... F- <laughs> Uh, I am gonna call um, it the pol. I'm gonna call it the Polish one, aren't I? All right, I'm locked in. I it's not coming to me. Um, I'm saying it. I know it's not it. I'm locked in. All right, I'm going with this, but I think I'm wrong. I think that's all of us. You know. Oh, what's your answer, Dave? Lotkeys. And oh, there it is. Lotkeys. And Kels. Matzah. Great answer is latka. Matzah is, uh, it's also it's potatoes, isn't it? But like, it's a flat oh, bread. Oh, right. It's a ball. It's an unleavened. Matzah yeah. is a ball of dough. Oh, right. Okay. It's, I drop was, in soup. Okay. Yep. Matzah there ball it is. soup. Matzah ball soup's amazing, too. It's kind of like a compressed, it's like the Death Star of noodles. <laughs> you know, it's just this big clump of noodly goodness in the middle of this really good chicken broth. Mm. Isn't there? Isn't there like a flatbread or a cracker or something made of matzo too? Yes, yes, there is. 
believe it is just called matzah. Yeah. Okay. All right. At the end of category two, Devo and Andy are tied with 58, and Kells has 67. Oh, my goodness. You guys made up 10. Kells. Right. We're going to find a holiday that I know lots about. Maybe. <laughs> Batman's birthday. Category three is miscellaneous. Oh, there's a few miscellaneous. Uh, <laughs> you just put abbreviations. Yeah, yeah, abbreviations. Abbreviations are my. <laughs> Question one: Yule is a modern derivation of the Old Norse Yolnir, which is considered to be another name for what Norse god? Oh, J O L N I R. Yolnir, Norse god. All right, I'm locked in. Uh, this ain't right, but I'm locked in. I don't know why I'm thinking about this, because there's no way I would know. Oh, hold <laughs> on. What was his name? Frank. <laughs> Frank Thier. <laughs> Frank Yule. That's where they got it from. Old Frank Yule. Yeah. Oh, he was. That's what Frank and are in. named after, Frank Yule. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're locked okay, in. Okay, so he was... Blessed by Freya to have no vulnerabilities except for mistletoe. Oh, Achilles. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Achilles near. Uh, <laughs> oh, what was that? Uh, not Heimdall. It's not Loki. It's, it's not. <laughs> You'll be sorry if you all no shit. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been Yul Brenner. You don't know. Uh, oh, it's not that. God, I know this guy's name. I'm just gonna say th- I'm gonna lock um, in, and because I'm it's gonna Fran be, Tarkenton. It's Fran, <laughs> the greatest. I'm pretty sure of the Norse gods. <laughs> the greatest, the Norse gods in Minnesota was Fran Tarkenton. So <laughs> it's gotta be. That's. I wish I hadn't written down my answer because now I've had a chance to think about it. I am convinced. You want Fran Tarkenton? <laughs> it's got to be Fran Tarkenton. It's not. I am locked in, Neil. I'm just musing. Okay. Start with Andy. Odin. Just went safe and went with Odin. Kels? And as soon as you said uh, Yulnir, the first thing I thought of was Mjolnir. So that led me to Thor. So I wrote Thor. David, I said Thor as well because I'm. I had to write something down. Well, the correct answer. Supermarket sweep. Correct answer is Odin. <laughs> Who is Thor's? Odin, the All Father. <laughs> of course. We picked the wrong Marvel character. <laughs> <laughs> we should have won with Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> who was the one that was? It's not who was the dude. Who was immune to the everything except mistletoe? And then Loki went to the party and told somebody that mistletoe was the the secret, and he got pricked. He was like the most beautiful of all the gods. Oh, um, like Hemsworth. the beautiful in bed. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. You're really on a serious logic train, and I derailed it. <laughs> it's okay. I think the most beautiful guy was Prince. <laughs> I didn't know he had a problem with mistletoe, but it makes sense. All right. God, it was Balder. Okay, it was Balder. Balder Dash. There you go. 
I was wrong anyway, but I had to know or I couldn't move on with life. I got you. It's like that. I understand. You good? Oh, not good, but I'm ready to play. (laughs) Question two. Yalda is celebrated on the longest, darkest night of the year around December 20th every year. It was included in the official calendar of what region during the reign of Darius I in about 502 BCE? Lockdown. Confidence has returned. Darius the first? Hold my hand. Oh, hell, I'm Darius, first of his name. Lord of the Hootie. King of the Andals. Protector <laughs> of the, the first man. <laughs> Long may he reign. <laughs> I, you may be thinking of a different Darius. I, I don't know. Prince of the Hootie. Lord of the Blowfish. Damn it, you've used my answer. It was my joke answer. Now I have to come up with something else. That was low-hanging fruit. How many other Dariuses do you know? I don't know any other Dariuses. I'm locked in. Andy's still thinking. No, I locked in with Hootie and the Blowfish a long time ago. Okay. (laughs) And you ruined my joke. Let's start with Kels. Persia. Deva. Persia and Andy. Hootie and the Blowfish. Correct answer is Persia. I would have accepted Iran as well. Hmm. Because that's where it's mostly celebrated these days. Hootie. Question three. (laughs) What Roman festival named after a god was held between December 17th and 23rd and consisted of sacrifices, gift giving, continual partying, and a carnival atmosphere? Locked in. Oh, yeah. Um, he's got the trumpet out. <laughs> oh, locked in. He's putting on the ritz. <laughs> All right, let's start with Devo. Saturnalia. Andy? Saturnalia. And Kels. Saturnalia. It was Saturnalia. Question four. On December 13th, Scandinavian countries venerate what saint in a ceremony with girls and boys in white in long white gowns singing traditional songs with candles, followed by Christmas carols. Locked in? Scandinavian mm-hmm. girls? It's not Saint Olaf. Shit. I gotta erase it. <laughs> That's the first thing I rose like, oh, a little inside baseball. <laughs> Go to girl socks. <laughs> you know, you're gonna be mad if it is Saint Olaf because I genuinely don't know. No, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right, I'll start with Andy. I just went with Saint Nicholas. Okay, Kels. Because I do have on Golden Girl socks, I said Saint Olaf. And there you go. <laughs> I said St. Nicholas as well. Sweet to lick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Correct answer is St. Lucia. Or St. Wow. Lucia. You, gotta, you have to do that. Every, it's like you sneak it in there. That's not a real Saint thing. St. Lucia. St. <laughs> Lucia? St. Lucia is a real, real saint. It's a real oh, island you want to live on in the future. <laughs> you're, just, you're projecting, my man. 
<laughs> I always presumed he would have his own island. He's not going to have other people on his island. Hell, if I could afford one, I would. Yeah. You can get a shitty one you know, for $250,000. Where? Why don't you just get a moat? In the ocean? Where else are islands? <laughs> no, no, no. On, like, on his estate right now, why don't you just dig a moat? And you could put, like, alligators and sharks in it. Think how much fun that would be of Halloween with innocent children trying to cut to your house and falling into the moat of sharks and alligators. You'd have a ball. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't get trick-or-treaters here. Oh, that's 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 the flaw in my plan. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you can't you can't see my house from the road, so yeah, right. most people don't know that it's here, and, I, and it's a very rural area. So there's houses, are and, and then apart. there's the hellhounds already yeah. roaming in the woods. Oh, I did not make that up. In fact, I I knew that question. That was actually one of the inspirations for this quiz because. Um, my wife, when she was going to college in, well, when she was growing up in uh, Washington, her family would take her to see the St. Lucia Bride Festival every year. Oh. And hmm. that's basically this same festival. That's cool. Okay. Again, you're slow on the salt cue, but <laughs> it's all right. Now we're going to try a salty dog. Ooh. Okay, because again, maybe you're not a gin drinker. And some people have called me a salty dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, one of those god-awful morning shows <laughs> where yeah. this guy came on to make drinks, and he was such a interesting If guy. I don't hear the Senate Live salty balls sketch pretty soon. I thought about that. Salty balls, though, that was Chef from South Park, wasn't it? Oh no! Oh, yeah, yeah those sweaty balls. Sweaty oh, balls. balls. That's right. That's Pe the sweaty ball sweaty. sketch. <laughs> the salt, salty balls were uh, were chef on South Park. It's I, I right. imagine this right. that Saturday Night Live is a little more litigious than you know your local morning show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, at the end of category three, Davo and Andy have seventy eight, and Kells has eighty seven. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, Davo and I have remained tied for three categories. <laughs> yes. And yes. we're losing. So, we really didn't have to be here for any of this. Dude, you barely <laughs> We've had zero impact on anything thus far. You oh, have zero still fighting spirit. Yeah. Where's your, where's your gumption, young man? I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I've enjoyed laughing at you. It's true. it's true. We have we have given you joy. All right. Category four. So this is a holidays episode, so I couldn't really do a science category. Okay. However, however, what, what? there no. are people who sort of celebrate or recognize the solstice. Okay. Uh -huh. And the solstice has some science behind it. Of course. So category four is solstice. Okay. Okay. Question one. Solstices are the days which have the most or least sunlight of the year. What is the opposite of the solstice where the day and night are the same length? Oh. Locked in? All right. Locked, Locked in. in. Took me a minute. All right. Start with Kels. Chevy makes a nice one. It's the equinox. <laughs> Andy? The equinox. And David? Equinox. Uh, literally meaning equal nights. It is the equinox. 
You know, I'm pretty sure I haven't spelled solstice or equinox correctly either, just to go on the record. (laughs) As I'm looking at my paper, it is as if a four-year-old is writing the answers down for me. That's fair. The only only thing I believe I have successfully spelled correctly is McRib. (laughs) Odin is four letters. Oh, I did. I got Odin correct. You're right. right. (laughs) Odin is correct. Question two. What characteristic of the Earth causes the difference in the length of sunlight? Meaning, you know, different times of the the year. Um, and there's a in. bonus. If you get the first part right, there is a bonus. Okay. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm terrified I'm going to sound like an idiot. So don't call on me first. Don't call on me first. <laughs> don't call on me first. Call on me first. Don't do it. No. It might be your turn in the rotation. Don't give me that. And Andy, did you lock in? Yes, I, I believe okay. I locked in first. So it's Andy's turn in the rotation, but we're going to start with Dave. Yes. <laughs> you are the Saycone. 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 Andy's being disrespectful about it. <laughs> I said it's orbit around the sun. Okay. Kels? I said it's tilt Andy. either away or towards the sun. Andy. The earth is tilted on its axis. Correct answer simple. is the, the characteristics of the earth that causes the differences is the tilt. <laughs> so a five point bonus. It's going to be a long one. <laughs> I'm really not. (laughs) So the bonus uh, will go five points will go to whoever's closest. Mm. What is the tilt of the axis relative to the sun? Oh, no. It's in in degrees. 25. Do you know the rules of the game? At least I may be dumb, but I know the rules of the game. Sorry. I'm a long time listener, first time player. No kidding. I'm locked in with a. Well, a Andy's already slurred his out, so you go ahead, Kels. What was yours, Andy? He said 25. I want to say it's 25, 25. degrees. I said uh 35 degrees. Okay. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I actually wrote 30, but I said 35 out loud. Bonus goes to Andy. Andy. Correct so answer. 25. Correct answer is 23.4. No. Look at you. I should have said one dollar. Because you went over. <laughs> I went over. <laughs> Question three. On the day of the December solstice, along what line does the sun appear to be directly overhead? I'm locked in. I'm going to punt. I'm utterly demoralized. because <laughs> I'm locked in. Dave, I'll get the spirit back. Looks baby. like we're not going to have a tie after this category. <laughs> oh. How can I not have good fighting spirit when the leader is so encouraging? <laughs> it's, it's coming Ooh. out your pores. Are you, you think I'm the leader? You're the sensei. <laughs> That's the leader. Oh, he's big salty now. Tell me, I mean, Dave. Big salt. I've only got big those salt. three. I've only got these three quotes, so. Baby, <laughs> I want to be your salty dog. I've only got so many I can use. <laughs> Are the rest of you locked in? Yes. Yeah. Let's start with Andy. 
So it's either the Tropic of Cancer, the Tropic of Capricorn. I went with the Tropic of Capricorn. David? Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high, twisting, hang time spiral. And Kels. I said the Tropic of Capricorn. Correct answer is the Tropic of Cancer. Capricorn. Sorry. I was about to say. So that's the lower one, right? Yeah. So do you know okay. what the latitude of the Tropic of Capricorn is? Oh, I do not. Yes, you do. Not no, a is clue. It, is it? No. Is it? How would you? 23.4. Oh. Yeah, that makes the most sense. Oh, duh. See how that works? Yep. Wow. I never, I never made sense. that connection before, but of course. Andy right, was today buddy. years old. Yeah, <laughs> I learned That's really science cool. today. Look at you. All right, still have one more chance to look like an idiot. Okay. Well, this one's not really, so- this one's not really science. <laughs> Question four. In East Asian cultures, the Dongzi Festival celebrates that days will begin to be longer, thus having an increase in positive energy flow. This, is tra- this traces back to what Chinese philosophical principle? Locked in. I've locked got in. a guess. I'm locked in. Okay. Start with Kels. The yin and yang. And Feng Shui. And Deva. Yin and Yang. Correct answer is yin yang. Yep. I was an idiot. I knew I could get idiot in there. There it is. <laughs> I went with flow, and that's all I heard. And just... I read like an architectural digest at some point, and there is an opposite energy flow system to feng, uh, feng shui whereby if you like for example andy your books are very organized behind you correct the idea behind it is you make you make a pile of your books like you just stack them and the uh-huh. books that you're most you most need will rise to the top uh-huh. <laughs> well no I'm just no, saying. I, no I, I think i think maybe <laughs> sensei's not like supernaturally rise to the top, but logically <laughs> over time, as you go through your books, the books you're using the most often will be the, at the top most mm-hmm. conveniently. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's so not the books you use do. will be the ones that you pull out of the pile. That's yeah. brilliant. And <laughs> so I didn't say it was awesome. Years Nobody a, does it. <laughs> years ago, years ago, uh, Penn and Tiller with their show, uh, bullshit on uh, yes it was on showtime that show yes they did a show on feng shui uh to show that it was you know that and they hired three i think three different feng shui experts to come in and decorate the same room and wouldn't you know it was three completely different setups once they were done hmm. yeah it almost makes you think that maybe they don't know what they're doing <laughs> none of none of only at at best, only one of them knew actual feng shui. Wow. To our Chinese listeners, Neil does not represent the ideas of this company. <laughs> Do you think we're on in China? No. Oh my <laughs> yes. God. I, I, I have a stepbrother that lives in China. He might be tuning us in. Hey, maybe. maybe. You know, he's, I think he has to use the ham radio. Anyway. I still don't understand how podcasts work. At the end of category four... Uh, Devo has 98, Andy 113, and Kells 127. Uh, Which brings us to New Year's Day. 
Yeah. By you too? No. On New oh. Year's Day. <laughs> Question one. Old Lang Syne is a poem set to an older folk song. Who wrote the oh. poem? And for a bonus. Oh, no. What, for a bonus, what does We've Old Lang Syne mean? We've had oh. this. We've had this. This was on Sweep the Leg and I got it wrong. Oh, that means this. Three times. <laughs> Three times. Yeah, I got it wrong too because I made a joke that nobody got. That's why you that got never it wrong. happens. Yeah, Maybe ever. You got it wrong because you made a joke or you got it wrong because no, that, you didn't know the answer? I just just wanted to clarify there. <laughs> it was it was Dan Fogarty had some hits. Yeah, and that's the joke I made. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Thing is, I I think I know what Auld Lang Syne means, but I have no idea who wrote it. I don't either. I am locked in. Locked in, too. Okay, let's start with Dave. Guthrie. (laughs) (laughs) And the bonus I said for old times. Okay. Kels. Chaucer and days gone by. And Andy. I remember now it stood for old long since. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say frost, keeping with the theme. Okay. Well, you all more or less got the uh the meaning. Uh I wrote I've seen a, a lot of different translations, but I wrote the days gone by, old times, long, long ago, etc. Oh, good. So those are all <laughs> close enough for the bonus. The author of the poem, however, was Robert Burns. Oh, fiddle faddle. Just remember that it's a Scottish poem, and there's only one Scottish poet. Ever. Well, I mean, there's probably been more than one Scottish poet, but there's only <laughs> one that anybody's You'd like to apologize of. to the struggling Scottish poets that listen to our podcast. We see you. <laughs> And we, know <laughs> we support the arts. <laughs> <laughs> it must be hard rhyming. <laughs> you know, there's poets that don't even try to rhyme. <laughs> yeah, that's called writing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I that that may have been a bit of hyperbole on my part. But still, when you think Scottish poet, you should think Robert Burns. I will now. I'm writing it on my post-it note. I guess Robert Frost. <laughs> I got the Robert part right, so. It's hmm. really, really close. close. Question two. What event has been held on New Year's Day near Los Angeles every year since 1890, except for three years during World War II and in 2021 due to the COVID pandemic? And I have an easy mode if you need it. New Year's in Los, like near Los Angeles? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, me too. Since 1890. 90. 1889, a number. A number <laughs> I, I'm going to punt. I got well, nothing. I can imagine what this is. Oh, easy mode, please. Okay, so Kells and Davo are locked in. The easy mm-hmm. mode is the associated football game was added in 1902 to help defray the costs. Isn't that funny that a, fo- a football game now defrays costs? That's crazy. <laughs> what? They added the football game to the. Def- so what, everybody went to a stadium and just looked at an empty field and somebody said, hey, we could have a game here. What? We could sell tickets. Popcorn. The whole neighborhood will come. 
<laughs> we could put on a show. Um, I still got, I, I, I'm, this is one of those things where it's going to hit me. Uh, I got nothing. I'm, I'm sticking with Ray Guy. I got nothing. Okay. Well, we will How start with Andy. Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high twisting hang time spiral. Andy. All right. Uh, Devo. Uh, the Tournament of Roses Parade. And Kels. Oh, no kidding. I said the Rose Bowl Parade. I don't think that's the same thing, technically. Well, I, I'll, I'll give it to you. It, it is the parade. Mm-hmm. And of course, they didn't call it the Rose Bowl Parade in 1890 because the Rose Bowl didn't come along for another right. 12 years. But it was the Tournament of Roses Parade. So I'll Oh, that makes sense. That. I would not have. Well, I don't think I would have gotten there. I only got there because of Los Angeles. Yeah. Because it's, it's in Pasadena, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, if I, I figured if I'd said it was Pasadena, that would have been a giveaway. So that's why I said near Los Angeles. Yeah. All right. So question three. The New Year's Rocking Eve, produced by Dick Clark Productions, has been the most popular New Year's Eve special for a long time. In what year did it debut? And I'll give you one, one point off for every year that you're off. That's Holy a really moly. interesting question. I don't know. Are they still doing that? Yeah, they are. Uh, oh, wow. Dick Clark. It's, it's still a Dick Clark production. Yeah, it is for another uh, couple of years. I was going to ask as a bonus or a follow-up who currently is the host, but I didn't. Okay, I'm, so I'm I got to pick a year. I'm locked in. Okay. I don't. I'm throwing a dart. All right, locked in. Let's start with Kels. Said 1979. 19. Oh. Andy. So American Bandstand debuted in 52. But I think the New Year's Eve thing came much later. I went with 1970. Oh, crap. And David. I said. 1989. (laughs) All right. Well, the correct answer is 1972. Uh, wow. Andy got really close to the pan. So I got zero for Devo, three for Kells, because he was seven years off, and eight for Andy. I I was vacillating I on the green. in the 70s and 80s, but <laughs> I just couldn't imagine that show being on for that long. So up until <laughs> up until then, up until 1972, the only real the big the big uh, New Year's Eve thing was Guy Lombardi, who did a, a thing at Times Square, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Dick Clark was like, you know, I bet we could modernize this a little bit because there's a lot of young kids who don't want to listen to Guy Lombardi and his big band orchestra or whatever. So he did that. But here's some nuggets for you. The very Ooh. first special in 1982, you will never in a million years guessed what band was the host of it for 82 72 1982 72 the first one in 1972 oh 1972 the first band like so from what i from what i could tell reading it dick clark didn't actually host the first one it was this band that hosted it okay oh it's like a dick clark production the jacksons um what's a good guess so 72 is kicking off 
The Bee Gees. It's not, it's not a disco band. It's not a disco band. Not a disco. Is it Earth, Wind, and Fire? No. Who is it? It is Three Dog Night. Oh, <laughs> wow. Joy to the world. That, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And uh, so the second one was hosted by a comedian. And uh, I'll just give you a, a hint as to who that one, who that was. This okay. yeah. mother into <laughs> Carlin. George Carlin hosted the uh, second one. And I think after that, it was uh, mostly Dick Clark hosting mm. until until Seacrest started taking over. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then uh, question four. What food is traditionally eaten on New Year's Day in the southern U.S. to bring good luck? Locked in. What? Locked in. You eat? Really? Mm -hmm. See, I'm... Mm -hmm. It's different foods for different um, potential yes. outcomes. Mm -hmm. But I, I always grew up eating this on New Year's Day because it was tradition. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of a traditional New Year's Day food. You're a Yankee. Yeah. All right. My mom didn't cook these because she didn't like them. So she no, I, was gonna say, I, bet, I bet this is signed up for Kells, but it seems like yeah, a, I, 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 uh, it. Yeah. I yeah. I have got a, a a guess based on a breakfast I had a couple weeks ago. Wow. I, wow. Bet, I, bet, I bet it's not if, right. I'm just going to throw that out yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> if you're eating this for I'm, breakfast, if, you're not living right. <laughs> Oh, everything's well, wrong. I think I think we've proved that already. So in that, <laughs> given that, I'm going to start with Andy. So uh, Dave will help me out. I don't remember the name of the restaurant now. I'm thinking about it. But there's that New Orleans restaurant in that kind of quasi-abandoned hotel near campus. Cafe yeah. Aurora Lane. Yeah. yeah. And I went there for the first time for breakfast uh, a couple weeks ago and had the most amazing grits. I've always been kind of grits I could take or leave, um, but mm. they made me some cheesy grits that blew my mind. So I went with grits. That's actually, mm. that's a very Southern food. So that's, that's very, damn, that's not as bad as I thought you were going to say. Yeah. You were David? thinking Captain Crunch, weren't you? <laughs> no, I was thinking biscuits and gravy. Oh, biscuits and gravy. I mean, any, any day damn. you can start with biscuits and gravy is a good day. That yeah. is a good day. <laughs> Another one of nature's most perfect foods. Yeah, nature. You got biscuits from the biscuit group and gravy from the gravy group. It's a whole food pyramid thing. The only thing that would make that better for Andy is if it was gravy and gravy. Oh, yeah. yeah just leave off the biscuits all together and double some on just biscuit. Just doing shots of gravy just, just all day. Plate of, plate of gravy. <laughs> anyway, Deva, what's your answer? Uh, and, well, my, my grandmother was born and raised in Texas. So we did uh, black eyed peas and collard greens. The collard greens were for money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David uh Kels. I always heard that cabbage was for money. But any kind of greens, I guess, would do the trick. Yeah. But uh black eyed peas. Correct answer? Black eyed peas. Little known mm. fact, they're not actually peas, they're actually beans. Most people mm -hmm. don't know that. Thought they were a band. <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> huh. The more you know. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Scores. Uh, Devo has 123, Andy 126, and Kells 155. Whoa, Kells. All right. Wow. Another race for second. 
Final category is one you guys know a lot about. Boxing Day. Boxing Day. Wow. I watched Doctor Who and Monty Python, so I know more than you think. The most amazing thing to me is that I was able to find four trivia questions about Boxing Day. Our Canadian listeners will surely enjoy us flubbing this horribly. (laughs) It's closer to their radios. (laughs) Wait, wait, listen to this. Come in, mother. They're talking about Boxing Day. (laughs) Uh, Question one. Today, Boxing Day is mostly a shopping holiday with large sales similar to Black Friday in the U.S. But what was the original purpose? Locked in. I'm going to try to logic this a little bit. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay. So everybody Mm -hmm. start with Andy. So I think this is where Boxing Day gets its name. Um, it was when you would give the the help of your house, your maid or your butlers or what have you, a gift box, uh, and you'd give them the day off. Okay. Oh, wow. Deva? Hmm. I said give to the poor. And Kels? I said um, taking down Christmas decorations, and most people put those items in oh, boxes. Oh, yeah. That's a really good answer, Kels, but totally wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. The correct answer, like answer is to give to more needy people. Oh, hmm. cool. Oh. So I'll give you both credit. You, there were Probably some people did that, Andy, but also tradesmen might put a box in front of their uh, or at their place of business. Oh, and if you, okay. if you patronize them, then you could drop things off and then they would take those home on Boxing Day to their families and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, okay. So speaking of that, on question two, what British diarist mentioned, mentioned giving to a Christmas box in his December 19th, 1663 entry? 16. Gosh, I'm just going through all the British diarists I'm, I'm familiar with. Done. Mm. See, I only, I only know the one, <laughs> so I would have gotten this one pretty easily. I don't even know. Urge to punch. <laughs> <laughs> I... Baby, I want to be your <laughs> I love that. That's great. Uh, uh, gosh, what is... I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Uh, I don't know anything at all. I wish I could punt again. All right, I'm just going to... Kel doesn't need to use his punt got one laying around yeah he's got one just laying about (laughs) let's start with deva chaucer uh hit me back just to chat truly yours your biggest fan this is stan and andy (laughs) i i'm guessing because i'm at this part in ap world history when king charles ii returns to the throne uh so i went with charles ii the job of a chimney sweep comes yeah. with a great deal of responsibility. And apparently a stutter. My DJ Scratch right there. So you, you did have the right time frame. This guy was actually the chief secretary to the Admiralty under Charles II and King James II. But his name was Samuel Pepys. Pepys? Peeps? Yep. I can't believe I didn't know. No, I can't believe I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Of can. Marshmallow Bunny fame? Uh, or... It's it's spelled 
<laughs> it's spelled P-E-P-Y-S, but pronounced oh, P-E-P-Y-S. Got it. P-E-P-Y-S. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really interesting. Guy. He he had uh-huh. a diary for uh, like 10 years. And uh, I've, I've heard of him multiple times reading history books because he just wrote a lot about the minutiae of his time. So he was kind of a upper middle class, not quite nobility, but he wrote mm. about his days and like he had a surgery and he talked about the details of that and his, mm. his regular life. And it's, it was a treasure trove for, uh, for historians. Mm. And there's a, there's a website, at least one website that blogs his diary every day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Actually. So you could just kind of follow along with his diary day by day. P-P-Y-S? I'm, P-E-P-Y-S. This could be yeah. something I could use in my class, actually. I'm writing that down. Yeah. All right. And question three. In what island country does the folk tradition of gombe, which is a performance art of masquerade, dance, and drumming that represents a mix of African, Caribbean, and British cultures, traditionally perform on Boxing Day? Locked in. Locked in. What? I just named uh-huh. a country in the Caribbean, buddy. It's, there's no science to it. Uh, okay. If it's St. Lucia again or St. Vincent or one of those tiny islands you love so much, I swear, I swear you're getting a box of something on Boxing Day and you won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's start with Kels. I said Jamaica. Andy? I said Jamaica. And Debo. I said Jamaica. So after you've had a sweep, you have some mild cramps. Great answer is Bermuda. Bermuda. British territory. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tiny island in the Caribbean. Have you been to Bermuda? I haven't, no. Okay, so you're fine for Boxing Day. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been like number six on my list to just yeah god i was just like i I was so mad about it being like saint vincent or whatever i I couldn't think anymore lucia oh don't forget whatever whatever (laughs) Um, it's like down ross and the supremes i watched i watched the video of the gombes they're they're really really cool they wear these like these crazy tall hats kind of giant masks and they have just crazy clothes and it's all drum beats and stuff. And I found a documentary that someone did a few years ago that is on my to watch list. It looks really interesting. G O M B E Y. Okay. Holy crud. I just did an image search. Holy crap. I know, right? That's amazing. That's a big hat. <laughs> That's a big ass hat. <laughs> I saw one one guy who was a video of one guy who was on these stilts and he was just dancing around and hopping up and down on one feet and playing with playing with kids. And it's just it's just amazing. Hmm. That's awesome. Very. All right. Our final question. Let's not end in a sweep. Question four. Sports are an important part of Boxing Day in many countries, including rugby and football matches in the UK and cricket in Australia and New Zealand. But what sporting events are common in many African nations like Ghana, Uganda, Malawi, Zambia, and Tanzania? So you listed football, rugby, and cricket. What else? Cricket. 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 God, I would have guessed cricket or soccer. I didn't yeah. say that those aren't the none of those are the right answer. Oh. But they're not. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, I, will, I will say that those are not the right Stop answer. Stop toying Damn. with me. 
That's the entire reason I do this show, Andy. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I get it. Ah, crap. Mm. What am I missing? I'll make up an easy mode on the fly for half points if you want it. Please. Yes, please. Uh, easy mode for me, too. Okay, everybody wants the easy mode. Easy mode is don't think too hard about this one. You're a saint. You know that? <laughs> angel just... on my shoulder. <laughs> I'm locked I'm in. All right, I'm going to lock in. That's probably stupid. I'm locked in. All right, let's start with Andy. Running. Uh, so you still thought too much about it. <laughs> Devo? Wrestling. Uh, you thought too much too. Kels? Boxing. Correct answer is boxing. <laughs> oh, son of a... <laughs> Oh. All of this. Yeah. All of what it. He said. <laughs> wow. You know what? That doesn't help. You know what? That doesn't help. If you think you're calming it down, you're not. Don't. You are such a fucking troll. Okay. That one was All for right. me. Yeah, that was for you. You son of a... <laughs> I mean, I thought it was... I That's figured, a great I easy thought, I thought one of you would just guess it just as a joke. No. Nope. We just had gotten really three... We, uh, I'd gotten, we'd all gotten two questions in a row wrong. Gun shy, beaten down. <laughs> And then I, th I thought the easy mode was inspired, actually. What but are the yeah, scores? Clearly not. <laughs> All right. So, Devo, 133. Andy, 136. And Kells, 160. Okay. Hello, ladlers. We here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast are thrilled to announce that... We have merch, t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, mouse pads, a bottle of Crystal Pepsi, and a 1986 Buick Regal sitting on what the kids would say, dubs. I mean, the works. Go to brainladleshop.com and give our beautiful new shop a once over. Show your love of trivia and help support the show by locking in on your favorite swag. And remember our sales motto, if you want it, we got it. If we ain't got it, we're going to get it. So you better get it while the getting's good. So the time is... It's the bug hunt, man. Game oh, over. Man. Sudden death. Winter Wonderland. <laughs> Season's greetings, mead bags. Oh, oh no. boy! <laughs> no. Oh wait a Is this gonna be Christmas carols, Christmas songs? I mean, uh, LB5K has put together a selection of Christmas songs. Yes. Mm. None of these, as far as I can recall, are first verse Christmas songs, and there's a combination oh, no. of <laughs> novelty modern pop music and traditional yes. songs um this is gonna be bad so so just to go on the record here hold on just a second just for fun i'm pulling up my calculator 
Now I'm going to go to my playlists. And for my holidays playlist, I have one day and eight hours of Christmas music currently on my... I have more than that, but those are the ones that made it to the playlist. Well, I bet some of these are going to be on that playlist. Uh, I bet they will be. We'll just see how you recall this. this. Feel good about my odds. (laughs) Question one. (laughs) I've warned all my friends and neighbors better watch out for yourselves. They should never give a license to a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in? Kels? Grandma got ran run over by a reindeer. Deva? Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Andy? Grandma got run over by a reindeer. They should never give a license to a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I've never heard this song before. You like Walking home from my house Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> Patsy and Elmo. That is a song that's not on my playlist. Patsy and Elmo. You used yeah. to think there was no there was no such thing as Santa. But as for me and as Grandma. For me we and Grandpa, we Grandpa, believe. Grandma's. Grandpa. Uh, Grandma's dead. As, yeah, as for me and Grandpa, we believe. All right, question two. A day or two ago I thought I'd take a ride and soon. Miss Fanny Bright was seated by my side. The horse was lean and lank. Misfortune seemed his lot. He got into a drifted bank and then we got upsot. Locked in. I'm out already. I think this might be in. Um, this is a this, lyric bot. Did you hand lyric bot some Bitcoin or some shit? This is crap. I ran some of these, uh, most of these by uh, some of our uh, patrons on Discord. That's why I got all of them. She, she, there you go, Twat. Yeah, looking at you. She's she's kind of a Christmas I, fan though, so I uh, need to make a phone call real quick. Just <laughs> no, on. no, no. I don't think we have time. <laughs> I'm locked in. Um, good I'm job, out. Andy. Way to Cinderella story. You know, they all, all your old usual lines. Good job. <laughs> so, Davo, you have no answer. Oh, I have an answer. I just think it's wrong. Okay. What's your answer? Jingle bells. Andy? Ooh. Jingle bells. Kels. What? <laughs> I said jingle bells. Oh. I give it a vote. Misfortune seemed his lot. He got into a drifted bank and we, we got upside. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. There's jingle Which bells. verse is that? I didn't uh, know like it was. the fourth. Why are there that many what? verses? <laughs> And not one of them written by Ice Cube. That's a travesty. <laughs> After Robin lays an egg, who cares? Right. <laughs> Joker got away. All right, question three. A pair of hop-along boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Barney and Ben dolls that will talk and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen and mom and dad can hardly wait for school to start again. Locked in. Uh... <laughs> I'm locked in. I think I almost have it. You've heard it. Yeah, I'm I'm positive I have. Um I'm gonna write it, but I know I'm wrong. Genuinely this time. Okay. Start with Andy. 
I prefer the Bing Crosby version. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Kels? I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. And Devo. Really? Ditto. Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again. Ooh, the Michael Bublé version. (laughs) Bublé. Bublé. I believe that's the French. His voice is like fire. (laughs) Yeah. All right, we only have one participant now because Kells and Devo are both out. So, Andy, just answer it will when you mm. hear this next one. Oh, this layup drill. Happy Christmas. I wrapped it up and sent it with a note saying I love you. I meant it. Now I know what a fool I've been, but if you kissed me now, I know you'd fool me again. <laughs> That's Last Christmas by Wham. <laughs> this is wow. This <laughs> Wow, he got that so quick. He's really fit. He's pulling down the straps, man. This is I like yeah. Christmas music, wow. and it drives <laughs> Wendy nuts. By the time Christmas rolls around, she is so done with Christmas music. I'm sure. I was done with it last Christmas. Me too. <laughs> I, I gave him my heart. Question five. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed next year. I could be just as good if you check off my Christmas list. I know this one. Think of all the fun I've missed. Oh, Santa baby. If you check off my Christmas list. Eartha Kit. Santa baby. baby. I was informed by twy that i would use the eartha kit version of the song yes. not, not the madonna you version. were told oh yeah, yeah oh, there's sure. a madonna version oh. uh, evidently yeah. so all right uh let's keep going and see if andy can get number six here yeah want a plane that loops the loop me i want a hula hoop we can hardly stand the wait please christmas <laughs> don't be late <laughs> This is, ooh. I need the correct name. It's the of Chipmunks. The Crap. Alvin! Okay. Um, <laughs> I think it's just called the Chipmunks song. Son of a. Okay, I'm not going to play any more of that. Uh, it is called the Chipmunk song. I was hoping he wouldn't get that. That was going to insist he got that one right. I almost panicked. All right, let's move on to number seven. Ho ho, the mistletoe is hung where you can see. Somebody waits for you. Kiss her once for me. I know this one. Kiss her once for me. Uh, oh, no, it's, oh, it's Burl oh. Ives. Kiss her once for me. Kiss her once for me. I got stuck on that now. <laughs> uh, it's Burl Ives. Come on. Is it? Ah. Uh, no Big River. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Holly Jolly Christmas. Dang it. Wow. I wrote that down. Mm. Wow. I wouldn't I'll never just be happy for you. I ha- you don't, I wouldn't have, uh, Thought of that song, except for the kitter once. <laughs> I've always, the way Burl Ives put the heavy accent on that, that's always freaked me out a little bit. 
kisser once for me. All right, number eight. Mm. Oh, I won't ask for much this Christmas. I won't even wish for snow. I'm just gonna keep on waiting underneath the mistletoe. I know this one. All I want for Christmas is you. Damn it. <laughs> he is in the zone right now. Uh-uh. I've been rattled since the Chipmunk song. He's got- <laughs> oh, shut up. Shut up. I, oh, we, need that, we need that clipped, man. We said, I've been rattled since the Chipmunk song. This is serious business. <laughs> All right. Let's try number nine. I did a dance on mommy's plants, climbed a tree and tore my pants, filled the sugar bowl with ants. Somebody snitched on me. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Why do you know all this shit? He's got a a 32 hour long playlist that he actually had cuts for. (laughs) Hand selected. This is our last question. Can Andy finish the sweep? But I'd never steal from Santa, cause that ain't right. So I'm going home to mail it back to him that night. But when I got home I bugged, cause under the tree, was a letter from mm-hmm. Santa and all the dough was for me. Uh oh. <laughs> I, I showed I showed these this clip to uh or this you know, this quote to, to Twy and she got it like instantly. Mm-hmm. I got it instantly too. I'd like a guess before Kells place. Damn. Eighties. Can I call a timeout to ice the Hold. ice the kicker? <laughs> no, I it's it's run DMC. Uh Christmas time in Queens. Oh, eh. oh. what? <laughs> Wrong. Devo was your guess. Too late. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, Hollis is in Queens, though. <laughs> what was your What's your guess, Dave? I'm wrong. Uh, no, bypass me, please. Okay. Well, you <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, no, no. What is it? Kels, I thought it was a Fat Boy Christmas. Kels, do you know the actual name of the song? Christmas and Hollis. Yeah. Damn it. <gasps> mm. Oh boy, Andy. Mm. So You're real close, close Andy. man. Damn, that, that was, was that was that was impressive, fantastic, honestly. Man. Genuinely, yeah. that was awesome. If I did half points in uh, in the final, then you, you would have had a very near sweep. But as it is, our final scores are Deva with one fifty three, Kells one eighty, and Andy two hundred and twenty six points. Wow, Andy. ran off with it. I that's class for you, man, buddy. Thank you. That is one of my strong suits. And and by the way, if you want to do a deep cut, my favorite Christmas song for just how awful it is, Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey. Oh, my God. That's one that twice suggested that I try. That I use. <laughs> I'm like, no, nobody's ever heard of that song before. So I didn't use I it. I would have gotten that one. Oh, my God. Wendy Get rid of that Run DMC. So Give me that Christmas yeah. donkey. <laughs> it's Dominic, the donkey. Oh my god, it's bad. I'm like, this sounds terrible. 
That's your description. Sounds well, it's awful. a song that it features not aged a well either. It's <laughs> from the early '60s, and I think like literally like, all right, we need a Christmas song for the Italians. What's oh, wow. like Rudolph, but for Italians? How about a donkey? That works. Good lord! Oh my it's goodness! Bad. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the logic that went into it. Yeah, really is. <laughs> He's not exaggerating. Well, congratulations, Andy. Genuinely, that Thank was an you. excellent run you had in the final category. Snatching well victory done. from the jaws of defeat. Yep. I will snatch defeat <laughs> from where I had it before. And <laughs> from the couch. I, I've had it between my yeah, cheeks and gum the whole time. I'll just, just keep it right there. So from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, happy holidays to one and all. And thank you for a wonderful year for us. The show's been growing and experiencing a lot of great things this year. So we can't thank you all enough. Genuinely, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you to all our listeners. Um, Kels? Sleigh bells in the snow. The snow. I'm in I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> Andy? Well, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. So long, little brainers. That's a pleasant thought. Do they know it's Christmas? I, yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, I just always yeah. thought that was a really unfortunate turn of phrase. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, Neil. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens, rice and mm. stuffing, macaroni and cheese, and Santa put gifts under Christmas trees. Hmm. Signing off. You guys may not know this, but we do have a YouTube channel where we upload our episodes. So if you find yourself, oh, at the office where you can't have the earbuds in on your phone, pop us up up there on YouTube and listen on company time. I think that's a great idea. Guys? You don't have a job, so... Oh. <laughs> What's on the screen when you're playing it? Uh, just a wonderful picture of our logo. So it blends huh. in nicely to the background. Uh-huh. Very unobtrusive. Uh-huh. Okay. Not a lot of flickering motion. So it's very easy to get all that trivia goodness while covertly breaking company policy. Okay. Dreadle, dreadle, dreadle. I made you out of clay. <laughs> that song is so catchy. I love that song. It is. <laughs> so I did. I don't have any questions about Dreidel, but I don't think I do. That actually started as a uh, kind of a Germanic uh, gambling game. It is. Hmm. I actually, I, I actually used to know the rules. Each each face of the Dreidel, maybe spin if you you spin it and a certain face comes up, you double your money or you lose all your money or the guy next to you gets double. I mean, it's it's a really fun little gambling game. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like so it's like craps, but with a top. Kind of. Yes. It's it's yeah. just like you. I think who, everybody who's playing puts a coin in the middle, and then you spin it, and okay. you either get nothing or you get two coins out or you have to put more coins in or something. I I didn't read all the details, but okay. it's kind of a gambling game. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. So it was Germanic, and the Yiddish picked it up, and I think they sent it back to israel over time and uh then they the 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 hebrew letters 
they they kind of change the Hebrews letters to mean something different that's more religious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh no. Pepsi Nitro. There he goes. <laughs> there he goes. I get one for me, one for my chopper. <laughs> category three is a miscellaneous yeah, category. What? I have a Batman question. Sure. Because I was rewatching Perfect one time. of the Batmans while I was grading. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't doing anything well, you else. Go ahead. <laughs> Why is it when Batman is in his costume, he's talking to Alfred? Mm-hmm. He's still using he's still the Batman the voice. voice. Mm. The ration. There's the a rationale. Oh my god! Yes, there is. Okay. There is the because the Batman is a separate identity, so he changes many aspects of his personality, including his voice. It's also said that he's a little taller. You could call it a split personality. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll accept that. That's interesting. Thank you. I thought he just had a voice changing thing built into the suit. That would make most sense. Looks, and I think they handled the most, it really well, Justice League. But yeah, <laughs> that was pretty clever, actually. Really seals in the flavor. Question four: In East Asian cultures, the Dongzi Festival celebrates celebrates when days. What the hell? I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> One moment, please. I hate it when I do that to myself. I yeah. Remember you were talking about Batman's split personality? Did you get a feeling that somebody just took over for Sensei? Well, what the hell? What did I write there? And it's gone. <laughs> but I noticed she didn't. I noticed she didn't make any back eyed peas because it's not New Year's yet. It's not New Year's. Right? No, no reason to. Those are those nasty. Are fro- those are those are <laughs> in the deep freezer. Thought I was out when the time's right. But uh, man, I actually wish my mom had made mac and cheese on uh, on Christmas. No kidding. That would have been better than yeah, we never did that. That was that was something I learned about as an adult. <laughs> so sorry. What mac what, and cheese? What did Neil say? Yeah, we did have mac and cheese <laughs> on the holidays of Thanksgiving. What did Neil say? I, I was, my mom <laughs> likes an oyster stuffing. Ooh, oyster. Yeah, but she I mean she has the decency to make like real stuffing and then take a little bit of it and put her oysters in it because nobody else likes that huh. crap. <laughs> wow! And she always gets one can of one can of cranberries because, and she's the only one that ever she eats like one spoonful, and nobody else ever touches the stuff. Huh. Like cranberry sauce. Yeah. Mm. I have to make a special bowl. Like Ian gets his own pot. Like, yeah, I can see that. that's his cranberry sauce. Everybody else gets the rest of it. I'm not a fan, but Ian's like, give me more. Nom, nom, nom. I figured you, I figured you were going to have to make a whole turkey for him as much as he eats. He gets both legs. Dibs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they've been dibs since he was like 14. Goodness gracious, putting it away. Oh yeah. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved. Sure, come get this baby.